0: From the Mercy One Studio, John Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Suns Scapes, and Blessman International.
1: Welcome in everyone! Happy Monday to you. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 a.m., 88.5 f.m. and 94.5 f.m. We are streaming online, com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. May 18th. It's Monday. Brand new week. Here we go. Deacon Dave O'Brien, Director of Pastoral Care at Mercy Medical Center. Going to talk to us about Sunday's gospel as we launch into the new week. Ian Murphy coming up uh, at 7.15 today. Ian is a full-time Catholic writer and speaker. Has a new book out called Dying to Live from Agnostic to Baptist to Catholic. You know I love a good conversion story. Ignatius.com put this book out. We'll talk to Ian at about 7.15 today. Um, seven, let's see. Yeah, About 7. Twenty-five. Megan Selwa, Channel 13 meteorologist, going to give us her live extended uh, forecast for the week. Joe Stopula, second half hour, host of Man Up, going to preview his 9 o'clock show, and John Wynn coming up at 745 today, going to talk about the theology of evangelization or a theology of faith attached to evangelization. We'll kind of hash all that out today about 745 as well. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather, straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa, and your saying of the day. Hey, all coming up in this jam-packed Monday morning show. My goodness, I love it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God.
2: God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's
1: go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello,
3: sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Monday to you. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine this morning. Ready for a new week. Absolutely. New week. A uh, little bit more energy. We've got a little clouds today, but it should be a pretty good week. Otherwise, Megan will be along later. But uh, you got through the weekend all right, huh? I got through the weekend, yes. And I'm looking forward to that sun this week. Yeah, well, it kind of got messed up a little bit. Uh, Saturday was nice. Sunday was kind of cloudy, and today's going to be the same, cloudy and damp uh, throughout the day, but tomorrow through Thursday looking pretty good. Friday, more rain, it looks like, so you may have to delay your plans a little bit after today. More indoor work today, maybe. There you go. I'm okay. I I
1: I got that work to do, so that won't be a problem.
3: Yeah. A few more things open up. I know I saw Smash Park in West Des Moines is opening up today at just 25% capacity. So, you know, some of these places have not all opened up at 100%, either 50 or 25 Some of them haven't opened at all, and it's doing uh, like uh, restaurants doing takeout. So it kind of depends where you go. you got to call ahead and find out what their hours are or what they're doing.
1: i got to see if my gym's going to be opening up here soon. Planet Fitness.
3: Yeah, and, and some of them are obviously some of them by uh, appointment. I, today. I saw John uh, some of the gym. Yeah, so you'll okay, have to check that out. Uh,
1: well, you know, my gym, Planet Fitness, they say you know fifty percent capacity. There's never more than ten percent capacity in there whenever I go. So I, I don't know. I don't think there's going to be much of a problem.
3: <laughs> John, that's because they figured out when you are, your <laughs> normal time is, and uh, that's i you know, trying to tell you January there, and February,
1: it's... it's about 50% capacity. All these New Year's resolutions, but it just nosedives oh, yeah. about March, April, May, and June. And, you know, that's just kind of the way it rolls.
3: <laughs> One thing I can be certain of forget about the gym. You can go out and get your outdoor exercise in the lawnmower. It is going to be a lawn growing season here starting uh, tomorrow. Those lawns are looking pretty big, uh, pretty long, rather. uh, Tall grass after one or two days of sun, look out. Yeah, that's the way it's going to roll. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning on this Monday morning from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines, we have a little bit of a drizzle, some light fog, cloudy skies otherwise at the Mercy One Studios. 51 degrees, a north wind at 9 miles per hour. We will be uh, well under our 70-degree uh, average high for this time of year. Today will be cloudy skies part, uh, with spotty showers possible throughout the day, a high of just 61 degrees, north winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour per hour making it feel colder tonight cloudy skies overnight low of 52 degrees then tomorrow uh, partly cloudy warmer a high of 70 degrees for your tuesday wednesday more the same partly cloudy with the highest 72 degrees the rest of the week thursday and friday uh, highs in the uh, mid to upper 70s but there's a chance of rain on friday Well, in the news on this uh, Monday morning, planning is still underway for a 2020 Iowa State Fair during the COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak. Iowa State Fair General Manager Gary Slater says, quote, We have some time on our side. We need about 60 to 70 days prior to the fair, and we're going to take a look the next three and a half weeks or so and watch the changes, unquote. Now, he says the Iowa State Fair may have a different look and feel in a year with a global pandemic, Slater also says they are already uh, know the fair this year is likely to see smaller crowds. Now, so far, 22 county fairs in the state of Iowa have either been canceled or been scaled back because of the COVID-19 concerns. The 2020 Iowa State Fair was scheduled to start on Thursday, August 13th. Well, in other news, and this is somewhat fair-related, the uh, there isn't going to be a Bill Riley talent search in Iowa this year. Talent search president Bill Riley Jr. says that in the interest of their young performers and their families, with the ongoing COVID-19 virus threat, the event being postponed until 2021. Now, the Bill Riley talent search culminates each year with 11 days of competition at the Iowa State Fair, the event marked its 60th anniversary last year. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And over the weekend, the uh, NASCAR racing circuit uh, uh, resumed after a 10-week layoff. And it was and uh, down in Darlington, South Carolina, the Real Heroes 400. There were 40 drivers and teams, 16 uh, uh, dr- uh, 16 on a roster per team, and Kevin Harvick was the winner, followed by Alex Bowman in second place, and Kurt Busch finished third. And in other news, the decision about Iowa's two high school sports, baseball and softball, be- will be made by the end of this month. Once again, from the Mercy One studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, a little bit of light fog and drizzle, 51 degrees right now with the north wind at 9 miles per hour, and today we'll see cloudy skies with a chance of spotty showers throughout the day a high of just 61 degrees with north winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour and this has been your iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your monday morning john leonetti show coming up jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report i'm mark amadeo
0: Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
4: Starting off accident-free, do be aware, though, they are starting a major construction project today on Martin Luther King Jr. Parkway, as they're going to try and get that repaired with all of the traffic that takes that on a daily basis. So you'll be looking for some reduced lanes if you are making that trek at some point today. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Dave O'Brien.
4: It's all
5: about
6: soul. It's
1: all about faith. And a deeper deeper deeper. Hello, Deacon Dave.
6: It's all about good soul. morning, John.
1: Morning to you. What have you been up to? You having a good weekend? Or did you have a good weekend?
6: Yeah, you know, the weather was a little not conducive yesterday, so, you know, it was kind of not fun in the sense of not getting, being able to get outside. But, you know, I've been able to get outside.
5: <clears throat>
6: you talk about. <clears throat> excuse me, your fitness stuff, and I i kind of like to go out and walk around, you know, and all oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. So uh, we weren't able to do that yesterday, but that's okay.
1: Yeah, We're yeah. here today. That's right. I, I like hearing it. Um, let's talk about the gospel yesterday as we launch into this brand new week here. Biggest takeaway from yesterday's gospel?
6: Well, I, the biggest takeaway, you know, I i think is here's where the promise of Jesus is going to be fulfilled, right? Mm-hmm. I will send you the advocate i will give you another advocate jesus was the advocate when he was you know on the earth with us with them but he is also going to get one that stays with them and stays with us you know it's the board paracletus para right with 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 and cletus to call so one who is called by our side one who we call to our side you know the great defender the one who will protect us so that's probably the greatest takeaway like, you know, the other part of it is if you love me, if you love God, you say you love God, you will keep his commandments, you know. So, I mean, I think it's a, a two-fold thing. It's the love of, it's the love him. And it, and it is no question that I love sometimes we love him and don't understand him, but we still love him. See you know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta put that together that even though, uh, I don't understand all of the things that are going on, such as, you know, what we're going through right now, we still love him. We still love him, and we'll love love all the way. We're committed. We, you know, we keep it all. So I think those are two things that are really important about this text: is the, first of all the, the the promise. You know, I will send someone to you who will be a uh, one who will stand by your side always.
1: Yeah, I mean that the closeness that God reveals here that he is to the those who love him is is really something that kind of strikes me and and something yesterday that I was able to take to prayer a little bit with the family. And, you know, trying to even explain that to my kids, you know, you know how much mom and dad love you. Yeah, of course. You know, you know how much we, we do for you. We, we We love you. We want you. We want to help you in every possible way. Well, that's God. That's what God wants to do for us, even more so, you know, and just kind of see their eyes just staring at me like, whoa, yeah. You know, and this is something, though, that, you know, like children, we have to as well understand that God really is close to us. He he will not leave us orphans, he says here. He has not abandoned us. He will never abandon us. And and that's, uh, you know, speaking to individuals here, not just kind of a blanket, insert your name there.
6: Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, today we live in that culture of seeing is believing. Well, he's telling you, you know, you're not going to see, but believe I will be there. Right? Right. I will believe it. If I and you and you and me, eventually you'll will just know, you know, you'll just know. And I think that, I think our journey in life is to be called closer and closer and closer to that relationship. And that's, I think that, we you know, when I look at my relationship back early in my college years and stuff, John, all I was doing was following those commands because they were commands.
1: Yeah.
6: Now I try to follow them as best I can because I love him. Mm-hmm. I love what he does. I love who he is more and more, but it's, Like I said, sometimes there's still always those things. It's hard to understand.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, it, it, at the risk of sounding silly here, you know, my wife and I, I love my wife. So, you know, if you love me, you will do the dishes. If you love me, you will help out here. If you love me, you will do this. I mean, there are so many different things throughout the day and little sacrifices that we try to do for each other. Again, it's not perfect here, but uh, for those that we love, uh, you know, not because we, we just enjoy doing the, the sacrifices for the sake of it, but also because it's a service. It's a, it's an act of love. And, and this is what God is calling us to as well. There there is conditions here uh, when it comes to the faith. It is not just kind of do whatever you want, however you want, play by your rules. Uh, there's there's a, a new set of, of rules, if you will, commands that God asks us to now enter into that is going to show us, whether we say we do or not, but it's going to show us, the world, and him that we truly love him.
6: Yeah, right. And it yeah, truly that's a self-realization. You know, that's, that's why that word spirit of truth you know, will be with you always, the spirit of truth, and the world can't accept that. You know, I, I again, I, I it's that when he stands before Pilate, you know, and Pilate says, what is the truth? Here it is. This is the truth. Are you going to accept it, or are you not going to accept it? You have a choice. You can accept it. If I accept it, then I must learn to love him committed to that love. Committed. But it, it, it's a journey. It's a journey. We're all on it, and I, I'm much closer to that end of that journey, and hopefully it'll be this total commitment of everything I try to do as the focus of my life.
1: That is the goal. Uh, Deacon Dave, would you give us your blessing this morning?
6: Yes. Loving and gracious God, thank you so much for the great gifts of your commands, so much uh, the great gift of your love, and you promising through the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the triune God, to be with us always, through all the good stuff and all the bad stuff, that you will never abandon us. We ask for all of this realization in your grace, in the name of the
1: Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Deacon Dave O'Brien, everyone. Talk to you soon, Deacon. Have a great week. Take care, Johnny. All right. Ian Murphy coming up at 7.15 right after this. Uh, Ian received his doctorate in systematic theology and is a full-time now Catholic writer and speaker. You know I love a good conversion story. He wrote a book on his, Dying to Live from Agnostic to Baptist to Catholic. Ian Murphy coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John LeDiet in the morning right here on this Monday morning. Thank you for being a part of the show, friends. And a big thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. No, I still don't get to see Dean yet and playing basketball. That's going to probably be a little while, but nonetheless, try to keep in touch with him. He's doing really, really well. Residential re-roofs, and he continues to be busy. 963-4494 for the last 30 years. Residential re-roofs and light commercial jobs throughout central Iowa, and he underwrites this show. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio, 963-4494.
7: The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to CTOIowa.org.
4: Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessman International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmaninternational.org. That's blessmaninternational.org.
8: Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know...
7: Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at CindySchulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services.
1: Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Hi, this is Father Mitch
6: Pacwa, and our Lord said if you give a cup of cold water to a disciple because he's a disciple, you get a disciple's reward. We thank you for your support of Catholic Radio because we are trying to be faithful disciples and we trust that as you are generous, our Lord will also reward you with a disciple's reward.
4: You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150.
1: John Lee, Nettie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Friends, make sure to go to iowacatholicradio.com. Uh, as I've been mentioning, our letter from the Bishop of Support of, of Iowa Catholic Radio is there, and, and uh, of course, you know you can support Iowa Catholic Radio during these times by uh, quickly and easily by going there and just clicking on the Donate button up top, but uh, the Bishop has his show on Friday, which we really want to continue to promote. It's just a great show, uh, making it personal with uh, William. Johnson bishop william Johnson, and uh it's just i've had a lot of fun listening to it so far and it's just again it's personal uh it's right there in the title but it is and so yeah go to iowacatholic com, check out that awesome letter from him to the faithful there uh let's go to our next guest of the day author of the new book dying to live from agnostic to baptist to catholic full-time catholic writer and speaker ian murphy joins me hello ian Hello, John. It's so good to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, I love a good conversion story, Ian. Let's start from the beginning. Agnostic. Now, not fully atheist here, but you, you were kind of in the middle. Does God exist? Does he not? I don't know. Uh, how, how did that come about? Yeah, and leaning atheist, what, uh, what's been called a probabilistic atheist, I thought there probably
5: wasn't a God. And uh, you know, that happened from basically not growing up in church. I had Christian parents. But, uh, but no church, because my parents were, well, hippies. You know, down with the establishment, man, we'll have church in the woods. We don't need that organized, institutionalized Christianity. Sure. But, I mean, if you can imagine growing up with that ethos, uh, there, was, there was really no church upbringing minus Christmas and Easter. Uh, and, uh, and yet believing parents who told me about Jesus and, and the Bible— and as I looked into it, I realized I, I didn't believe that I wanted to. You know, like Tolkien said, there's no tale ever told men would rather find was true. But I couldn't buy it. I was too skeptical, and uh, that agnosticism followed me till about 14 years old when I finally came to faith.
1: Hmm. And, and, and how was it you come to faith? I mean, it had to have been an outside group of friends? Uh, what it was
5: uh, was... a. Uh, a prayer I said, I'll never forget it, 14 years old, uh, really in a lot of internal turmoil over the God question. It freaked me out. I knew everything hinged on it. And if there's a God, well then, he has everything to do with why I'm here and the point of life, but what if there is no God? And, And for me in particular, the most chilling question was about the afterlife. I mean, when I die, do I just blink out of existence? with no memory that I ever even existed. I mean, that, that thought chills down my spine. And so in that anxiety, I cried out in prayer uh, in the eighth grade. It was a rough year for a lot of folks, I think. It was for me, that's for sure. I, I said, Lord, if I'm going to have faith, I need you to let me touch the spiritual realm for myself in order to believe, like, like you did for St. Thomas. And, uh, you know, they say, be careful what you pray for. You might just get it. He, uh, he did allow me to touch the spiritual realm for myself in an unforgettable experience when, when he allowed a brief uh, episode of spiritual warfare that ended at the authority of Jesus' name. And it was my proof positive that the spiritual realm is real, God is real, and Jesus is risen, loves me, saved me, he literally saved my life. And uh and that was my initial turnaround when I became a uh a Christian and eventually a licensed and ordained Baptist minister.
1: That's fascinating, Ian, because, I mean, you know, a lot of conversion stories, most, you know, hinge on a, a theological argument or, or you know, I, I wade in mm-hmm. the waters of philosophy and then kind of ended up, uh, you know, coming across Thomas Aquinas. There's so many different that that I've heard, but there's very few that have that deep mystical experience like you did.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's one of the reasons I chose St. Paul as my patron when I finally entered the Church, was I felt like I'd been uh, dramatically knocked off my high
1: horse. Now let me push a little bit on that here. Do you you talk about it? Do you talk about what actually happened during that experience? Yes, I do. In in the book, Dying to Live, um, and
5: uh, anyone who's interested in a copy is it. They have it at Amazon, they have it at Ignatius' uh, website. Also, my personal website, if you'd like to just follow my ministry, I'd love to tell our readers, DrIanMurphy.com. D-R for doctor, I-A-N-M-U-R-P-H-Y, Dr. I-A-N-M-U-R-P-H-Y, DrIanMurphy.com. And they can get uh, a signed copy if they like. But yes, the book details that whole fascinating and terrifying episode that, uh, that brought me to faith, that mystical encounter that God allowed for me in answer to my prayer
1: incredible, man. Uh, and you became a Baptist minister. Now, why Baptist?
5: Uh, they were the ones who ordained and licensed me. But also, uh, you know, beyond the practical, that that's you know, simply who I fell in with. I went to graduate school at a Baptist university and uh, got to know that network, and again, they were the ones who ordained me. Uh, but I also liked the theology. You know, I liked their empathy, emphases, and I thought for a time that they were Uh, today's best expression of the original Church until my Catholic reading showed me otherwise. Uh, I did get to pastor it very young because of the unique experience that happened to me in high school. Also uh, detailed in the book, Dying to Live, I, I was a celebrity at 18 for a couple months regarding my graduation speech about Jesus. My secular high school tried to censor it, and when I didn't let them. It blew up into a national three-ring media circus Hmm. with the paparazzi thronging me and uh, eventually a congressional law in my name from the desk of Senator Arlen Specter who followed my stand for free speech and wanted to solidify it in in congressional law. I suppose I gave a new definition to the term Murphy's Law. (laughs) So uh yeah, that that momentum really helped launch a ministry very young. I was head pastor of my own Baptist church in the Bible Belt, still in my twenties, which was relatively soon. But again, uh with the help of Senator Spector and, and the media blitz, I got to launch that career young. The problem is, uh at that point from my reading and, and years of seeking, I was convinced that the Catholic Church was actually Christ's church on the earth and marked the fullness of his body of believers, and uh, and now, so I was for a
1: while living a double life. Well, how how did you come to that conclusion? Um,
5: a lot of help from Scott Hahn who when I first was handed Rome sweet Home by uh, him and his wife Kimberly. Said, "I'm going to tear this book to shreds." And uh, later, he ended up writing the foreword to my own book. So you can't tell me God doesn't have a sense of humor.
1: Yeah, I mean, did you just <laughs> pick up his book one day, and 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 that's what that's what did it?
5: My uncle handed it to me. Uh, my precious Uncle Tim was the first Catholic convert in, in my family of mostly Protestants, and uh, he was the one to hand me the book. And, uh, and that book led to Carl Keating's Catholicism and Fundamentalism, which led to Steve Ray's Crossing the Tiber, and uh, across about 10 years from first being handed Rome Sweet Home to entering the church, that decade from 1993 to 2003. I realized that everything I ever thought about the Church was wrong, as is true in so many convert cases, converts into the Church. I mean, we're all lifelong converts, but converts into Catholicism specifically. It's true for so many of us that I, I never actually hated the Catholic Church. I hated what I thought she was. Mm. And when I found out what the Church actually was, I couldn't help but fall in love with her, and I uh, realized that's where the Holy Spirit was leading me.
1: Were there any hang-ups as you were entering the Catholic Church, from first being agnostic to Baptist, now to, to entering into the Church? Was, was there something or one teaching that you just you really struggled with?
5: Oh, what a great question, John. Yeah, for me, it was the communion of the saints. Hmm. And, and and my reading, that's a rare one, but I, I think it was my upbringing. It was instilled in me so deeply that prayers to the dead are evil, that they constitute the worst sort of idolatry, that if you're asking for prayers from somebody who is on the other side, that you are just guilty of the worst idolatry imaginable because you're now turning to someone else as a replacement of Jesus Christ. That's what was instilled in me. And when I encountered the simple logic that, well, I would ask, my brothers and sisters still on the earth to pray for me. I would ask you to pray for me and have no problem with that. I wouldn't see asking prayers for my, from my sister in Christ at church as a replacement of Christ. I mean, he, he wants you know love of God follows from that love of neighbor. You know, it, we're supposed to be in communion with him and one another. Yeah. Of course we should pray for each other. But that logic, it's, it's like I, it wasn't a head problem. It was a heart problem. I was allergic to the notion of anything from a rosary to simply the St. Michael prayer. If it wasn't Jesus, it was wrong. And, and so uh, God allowed some more cool experiences, other mystical moments, to show me the reality of the communion of saints. And I also uh, detail those miracles and God's gentle guiding hand through my stubbornness that brought me to the conclusion, you know, it, and and in the end, what used to be a struggle for me, you know, to get me to ask for prayers from saints
1: who've gone home,
5: now it's getting me to shut up. That's the problem.
1: Hmm. I love it, man. Uh, the book is Dying to Live: From Agnostic to Baptist to Catholic. You can get it at Ignatius dot com. You can also go to Divine Treasures, friends. If they don't have it there, they will certainly order it for you. Ian Murphy, Doctor Ian Murphy. Thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it, Doctor. You got a great story.
5: Oh, I can't thank you enough for letting me talk about it today on the
1: show. God bless you and all your listeners. All right, God bless you too. That's Doctor Ian Murphy. Everyone, let's go to Megan Selwa, Channel Thirteen meteorologist. Whoa, Hi, Megan.
7: Hey, good morning. I'm looking How'd
1: forward you- to that sunshine this week.
7: I know. Once we can get to it, it will be beautiful, no doubt. We've had a couple of we've had a cloudy day Sunday. Saturday was. Oh, good, during the daytime hours, but we have another cloudy day on the way today. It's going to stay cloudy and cool through the day today. In fact, we're not going to see much of a significant warm-up, only about 61 degrees for your high temperature today, and there will still be some sprinkles at times. Winds will be out of the north at about 10 to 15 miles per hour, but could be a little gusty. During the afternoon tonight, So it will be cloudy as well, and temperatures will drop to 52 overnight. Mostly cloudy skies tomorrow, but warmer will rise to 70 degrees. And then Wednesday, mostly cloudy, highs in the low 70s once again. But still hanging on to plenty of cloud cover. Partly sunny conditions into Thursday with a high of 75. And then into Friday, partly sunny, but we do have chances of showers and thunderstorms again. Temperatures will up, be up in the upper 70s for daytime highs on Friday. Over the weekend, it looks interesting. Well, it looks to be partly cloudy those days, but also um, Saturday and Sunday, we could have chances for showers and another round of thunderstorms at times um, both days. Temperatures will be warm in the low to mid 80s over the weekend.
1: Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. Or summer. I'll take it. Yep. You know, the, <laughs> the feelings of summer are, are about to come aboard. Megan Silva, yeah. Channel 13 meteorologist, thank you so much. Have a great week. All right.
7: You have a good one
1: as well. All right, coming up, friends, second half hour, Joe Stoppulos, host of Man Up, going to preview his 9 o'clock show, and John Wynn, going to be on, director of Faith Journey, going to be talking about the theology or atheology of evangelization. Interesting. Uh, Looking forward to talking to him all about that. Getting a little bit deep here in the the theological spectrum, but I'm okay with that on a Monday. Monday, May 18th, John Lee in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Friends, don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after this. And thank you so much to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Doc, Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman, they've been with us now for just over a year and and can't thank them enough for all they continue to do in this partnership as we have partnered with them. Uh, Blessman International has been working there in Limpopo, South Africa, for a number of years. That's a province there in South Africa, to be able to just simply help the kids and the families eat, survive, some of the basic things that you and I take for granted so often uh, and, and they just don't have it the way that we do here. And Blessman International has been able to uh, go over there, has been able to build so much and help them get it, what it is that uh, so many of us take for granted on a regular basis. And again, that's just simply sometimes just a meal or, or a clean toilet. Blessman International, thank you again for underwriting the show. That's blessmaninternational.org, blessmaninternational.org. Father Andrew now at today's Gospel and Reflection
9: a reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Advocate comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify to me. And you also testify, because you have been with me from the beginning. I have told you this so that you may not fall away. They will expel you from the synagogues. In fact, the hour is coming when everyone who kills you will think he is offering worship to God. They will do this because they have not known either the Father or me. I have told you this so that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told you. The Gospel of the Lord Giving testimony is both a task of and privilege of anybody who has been with Jesus, and we don't do it on our own. We do so with the help of the Holy Spirit. Such testimony is divisive and we shouldn't be surprised when some people reject it, and us, sometimes violently. If we have trusted in the Holy Spirit and have given truthful testimony, we can take consolation despite persecution, because the Gospel will always be more powerful.
1: Thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. I told you last week I was able to spend a little bit of time with them uh, early last week and it was really fun to be able to see what it is that they are able to do. A Catholic veteran family with a wide range of high quality hardscape services including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, I saw those, window wells and more. 515-493-1060 fivesonsnaturscapes.com Thank you again for underwriting the show. That is Five Sons naturescapes.com Deacon Tony Valdez let's offer our morning to Almighty God with our morning prayer
2: God our Father we offer you our day we offer you all our thoughts words joys and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus Holy Spirit be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love Mary mother of
1: Jesus in the church pray for us Amen Friends, I want to send out my deepest condolences and prayers for Kelly Mesher Collins' family. Her father, a farmer, passed away on May 15th. Um, that just so happened to be the feast of saint isidore by the way who is the patron saint of farmers uh, but kelly is uh, just a wonderful woman and she um, is uh, a co-host if you will of, uh, of bishop william joneson's every friday his show and uh, she just does a great job does her diocesan minute which will be coming up here soon as well but yes um, her father passed away please remember to say a prayer for them today uh, let's go to mark amadeo now with your news and sports News and Sports with Mark Amadeo.
0: Hello,
3: sir. Well, good morning once again, John. Happy Monday to you after a busy weekend, I'm sure, for the uh, Leonetti family.
1: Yes, well, I don't know about busy, but uh, it it was adventurous
3: adventurous like what kind of adventure did you uh, partake in with the uh, family or was it just you
1: well you know the bike riding the best we could of course even with a little bit of rain out there but i went on a nine and a half mile walk on uh, saturday and that was the most i've been uh, yet so it was a long long walk took about two and a half hours and uh i, I don't know i needed it it was good
3: so four-and-a-half miles one way and four-and-a-half back the other way, right? Pretty a much. a mile walk.
1: Oh, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I went all the way. I went to, started at Target and Walmart, walked there, and then went all the way down uh, Meredith, and uh, went up by Ruby Tuesdays first, and then went down to Meredith, all the sure. way out to Merle Hay Mall, and then back down Douglas mm-hmm. and uh, back to the house. So it was a it was a big one.
3: He went right by my neighborhood. I, I was wondering why all the dogs were barking at one particular time during the— uh, afternoon that must have been you
1: i had a guy from uh, I, I went to school uh, high school with his daughter and he he stopped me uh when i was going down douglas and he said what are you doing i saw you all the way back about an hour and a half ago you know on the other side of town <laughs> he said where are you going I Said, i got to get out man
3: so a former classmate of yours' father stopped you. I'm surprised that was just one of those uh, type of deals. I thought maybe he'd really unleash on you. Remember what you and my daughter got caught doing uh, I was in just, science class? You know, I thought that was coming.
1: It was fun. I'll tell you what. It was uh, it was fun to see him. I haven't seen him in a long time. So well,
3: there you go, John. You're out there halting halting traffic on the busy intersections of Meredith and uh, Douglas Avenue in Urbandale. Good That's it. You. That's yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Well, it was a pretty good weekend to do that, at least Saturday was, as the uh, extended forecast on Friday called for Saturday to have rain and sunny to be nice. It was just the opposite, and then today we got that lingering clouds and dampness that we're going to see today. But a warm-up beginning tomorrow, so you'll be back on your walk tomorrow, walking in the yard with the lawnmower, I think.
1: Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I'm going to go uh, seventy or uh, uh, it's nine and
3: a half miles, but I'll, I'll do my best. There you go. All right, well, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwell. Currently at the Mercy One Studios in the morning. we have some drizzle, a little bit of light fog, cloudy skies, maybe even some light rain in central Iowa in certain places. Currently 51 degrees, a north wind at 9 miles per hour. Today we will see cloudy skies continue. Spotty showers are possible throughout the day, a high of just 61 degrees. North winds anywhere from 10 to 20 miles per hour, keeping it a much colder day on this Monday. Tonight cloudy skies, overnight low of 52 degrees, and then tomorrow partly cloudy and warmer, a high of 70 degrees for your Tuesday. Wednesday partly cloudy, a high of 72 degrees, and Thursday and Friday not looking too bad. The temperatures in the upper 70s, partly cloudy on Thursday and dry but Friday our next chance of rain. Well, in the news on this uh, Monday morning, while well, planning is still underway for the 2020 Iowa State Fair during the COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak, Iowa State Fair General Manager Gary Slater says, "Quote: We have." Some, of, uh, some time on our side. We need about 60 to 70 days prior to the fair. We're going to take a look at the next three and a half weeks or so and watch the changes. Unquote. Now he says the state fair may uh, look different and feel different in a year of the uh, global pandemic. Slater also says or already know that the fair this year will likely likely to see smaller crowds. So far, 22 county fairs in the state of Iowa have either canceled or been scaled back because of the COVID-19 concerns. The 2020 Iowa State Fair was scheduled to start on Thursday, August 13th. In other news, there isn't going to be a Bill Riley talent search in Iowa this this summer. Talent Search President Bill Riley Riley Jr. says that in the interest of their young performers and their families, and with the ongoing COVID-19 virus threat, the the event's uh, being postponed until 2021. Organizers say the decision to postpone the Bill Riley Talent Search came from the fact that local shows take place across the state of Iowa from early June through August. The Bill Riley Talent Search culminates every year with 11 days of competition at the Iowa State Fair. The event marked its 60th anniversary last year. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday, NASCAR began uh, its uh, racing circuit after a 10-week layoff down in Darlington, uh, South Carolina, and it was called the Real Heroes 400. They had 40 drivers and 40 teams, rosters of 16 per team, and the winner was Kevin Harvick, uh, followed by Alex Bowman in second place, and Kurt Busch finished in third. There were no fans during the race as NASCAR beginning their comeback from the coronavirus. And in other news, a decision about Iowa's to high school summer sports, baseball and softball should be made by the end of this month. Once again, from the Mercy One studios in Des Moines, currently we have a little bit of drizzle, some fog, cloudy skies and 51 degrees right now with the north wind at nine miles per hour. And today we will see cloudy skies with spotty showers throughout the day here in central Iowa. Today's high 61 degrees with north winds keeping it chilly at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio news, weather and sports on your Monday morning. John Leonetti show coming up. Jimmy Olson. And he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo.
0: Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at IowaCatholicRadio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
4: Again, still continue accident free this morning. I'd be on the lookout for all the construction that's happening. And starting today is a major construction project on Martin Luther King Jr. Parkway. And that's going to be uh, lasting through the summer. So just kind of be prepared of. Reduce lanes and uh, as you're making that drive through Martin Luther King Jr. Parkway today and the next few months. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's Travick on Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Now, sometimes an inheritance is not a blessing. Today's saint inherited a messy heresy that confused the church. Pope St. John I was elected pope during the height of the Arian heresy, which denied that Jesus was God in addition to man. The western half of the Roman Empire was at that time ruled by a man who embraced the Arian heresy, though he was reasonably tolerant of Orthodox Christians. The eastern emperor was an Orthodox man, and he began to impose restrictions on Arians in his area. The uh, western empire dispatched John to broker negotiations and threatened that if the poor treatment of Arians didn't stop, the Catholics in his region would receive similar treatment. The peace seemed to hold, but when John returned to Rome, the emperor grew suspicious of his friendship with his eastern rival, so he had John imprisoned, and John died of poor conditions in that prison. His tombstone reads, a victim for Christ. We ask today, Pope Saint John I, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at Law, for underwriting the saint of the day. A family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is. 30 years in business, Two two four one 1776 That is 515-224-1776. Let's go to Joe Stopulus. Hello, sir.
8: Good morning, Mr. Leonetti.
1: Good morning to you. Up and at him, ready to go this morning, this what? week?
8: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even during even during crazy quarantine, you gotta get it after you. on a
1: Monday morning job. That's what you do, my friend. you got to win Monday to win the week, right? Yes, yes, sir. That's what I tell myself uh, are you anyway. How
8: excited were you about the Bishop's Letter?
1: Uh, I thought it was great. Yeah, the Bishop's oh, yeah. Letter here. That's the, uh, Now, it's not all the counties. Polk and no. Warren and Dallas, Guthrie uh, and, and others are not able to hit Phase 1 yet, but there are many different counties that are open for Phase 1 on Thursday that will be able to resume daily Masses.
8: Yeah, so it's interesting. Obviously, I was really excited about it, and it just means that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, but I, I I heard there's masses in Nebraska, and our family vacation starts this weekend, and we're going to head that way. So I think the highlight might be you know going to mass <laughs> the right. first time in three months or whatever it is. So. Right. I think I think uh, you're on oh, right yeah.
1: that. What do we got coming up oh, on yeah. your show?
8: So John, as you know, normally there's a uh, a moral or a, a focus of the of the show. Today is pure entertainment, entertainment him and only John. Father Zach kowski will be joining me. Love just it. To Catch up on how he's doing. Uh, Circle up, you know, for all of our listeners, he hasn't been on the show really since he left about a year and a half ago at this point. Just kind of getting uh, an update on where Father Zach is, you know, the journey uh, through the training he's been through and all that and kind of what his mission is today. Um, with the people he's serving so really excited to have father zach back on the show today
1: that will be an interesting one father zach kautsky it'll be good to hear from him again uh with mm-hmm. joe stopulous host a man up preview or excuse me half yeah, your preview nine o'clock show that will be the nine o'clock show joe stopulous talk to you soon brother you, All right, John Wynn, right after this, Director of Faith Journey for his monthly segment. We're going to talk about the theology of evangelization and what that is. John Wynn, right after this. Don't go anywhere. John, the night of the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And a big thanks to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. 20 years in business, goldenrulephc.com. Customer service, commitment to the quality of workmanship and the materials and equipment. It's just next to none. Founded in 1999, goldenrulephc.com. Your diocesan minute is right now.
11: Good morning. This is your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this Monday, May 18th. I'm Anne Marie Cox. In this month's edition of the Catholic Mirror, we shared the stories of several of our priests who are celebrating landmark anniversaries. Coming up June 5th, we have three priests who are marking 60 years of priestly life. They are Monsignor Larry Beeson, Father Paul Monahan, and Father Jim Clefman. We have three priests celebrating their 50th anniversary of ordination. They are Father Chuck Father John Dorton, and Monsignor Ed Hurley. Fathers Dorton and Hurley were both ordained on May 30th. And Fathers Greg Leach and Aquinas Nichols are celebrating their 40th anniversary of priestly ordination. Our diocese has been blessed by their many years of service. Because of the pandemic, they've postponed public celebrations. But I bet they I'd love to hear from you. If you're not sure where to send a card, you can send it to them at the Catholic Mirror at the Diocese of Des Moines, and we'll make sure it gets to them. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines.
4: You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com.
0: news Am Thank
7: you Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at CindySchulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Walmart Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools. And 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org.
10: Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. This is going to be a glory.
1: Thanks for joining me, friends. May 18th, also the birthday of John Paul II. He would have been 100 years old today. St. John Paul II, pray for us. 100 years old he would have been. Let's go to my next guest, Director of Faith Journey, for his monthly segment. John Wynn, Dewey, what's going on? Hey, John, not much. Kind of cool
12: that uh, we're going to be talking about evangelization on jp2's uh 100th birthday
1: i know uh, any any thoughts on john paul ii did he you know did, i'm sure he was someone just like for many you were in the seminary during his pontificate had to mean a lot to you
12: yeah he was quite a uh quite a pillar uh, of intellectual um astuteness for the west and it, you know it his during his tenure um what I admired about him was that he, he brought kind of a pastoral sensitivity to an intellectual tradition, and by that I mean, you know, people realize that the Catholic tradition is a very smart tradition, um, but also an affectionate one, uh, one that really cared for people, and you saw both of that in John Paul II.
1: Now, he went to Vietnam, Correct. You know, that i don 't know hmm. i I thought he did, but i don 't know i 'd have to look that up that would be interesting to find out uh, because you know of course it, it, communists it'd be you know, I, I would assume it wouldn't be popular amongst the government if he was if he was to be there
12: yeah i mean that, that that's the thing though right i mean he he embodied sort of this this Christianity that um, was both hard but also quite um like I said the word was is pastoral but really quite loving right he he he's willing to sit down and have a dialogue yeah. and and you're right um the Vietnamese communists wouldn't have uh been too keen on it but uh if he had gone i, I that I don't know but uh but I'm sure uh if he did um the conversations uh, would not have uh, have been too um too rough yeah
1: yeah uh, talk about the uh theology of evangelization, which is a topic today. What do you mean by a theology of evangelization?
12: Well, I mean, what we had for the longest of time um, is this: these dogmatic theologies, and what, what we mean by that is we try to teach our children, right, the, um, the concepts of the faith, the dogmas, the doctrines, and all of that stuff. Um, what we had with Starting with, in some sense, Vatican II is the shift um, that we're recognizing in in modern times. It's not enough to simply um, teach these rote um, ideas of theology, um, of prayers, and everything else, but that we ought to also talk about um, them in context. Of a of a loving relationship with God, which is something that we we've uh, not abandoned, but but we've ignored um, for a while. And so, uh, theology of evangelization is when we begin to discover, at least for for us, uh, those of us who are in in ministry, and those of us, especially you know, teachers in uh, schools, uh, to realize that you know it it is not just about um, Teaching our kids the the dogmas and the doctrines of the faith any longer. It is about bringing Christ to them, witnessing Christ to them, and that's really what a theology of evangelization consists of.
1: Hmm. So again, not just kind of remote uh, teachings from a book, but rather I, I kind of hear you saying a, a lifestyle, right? It's it, it's essentially what it is is this witnessing, right? um
12: and and so evangelization is a witness and witnesses uh tend to uh, communicate not through just ideas um but through living it and so uh, you can't have a theology of evangelization without prayer you can you can't say hey you guys uh prayer is extremely important and not pray yeah <laughs> Um, and, and, uh, in addition to that, right, you you can't say, um, God is patient, God is love, God is kind and love, not in the sense that just everything goes, but love in the sense that, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be able to tell you, Hey, this is good for you. And if I think something is wrong for you and, and, um, and it's not a good thing, I will also say that that's what true friendships, that's what true leadership, um, looks like and so if we're going to say those things that that that's what jesus embraced um that's what jesus did for his followers in first century um then that's what we need to do so it's not enough to simply teach those things but we have to live those things
1: you're exactly right man yep i love it uh that's that's gonna put the segment in the books unfortunately i could talk to you for a while on this john Wynn, (laughs) director of faith journey everyone john talk to you soon brother. Yeah, good to talk to you, John. All right, you as well, my friend. Uh, And that puts the show in the books here on this Monday. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing?
2: Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and the Son and the Holy Spirit.
1: Amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, everyone. Be back on live tomorrow. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.
0: John Leonetti
1: in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and, and Cooling, Bell
0: Construction, Five it's Sons, Sons Nature's Scapes, and Blessman International. Listen Got to, to Iowa Catholic Radio anywhere. Download, download the Iowa Catholic Radio app.
8: Need an experienced attorney our for our legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter.